Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can feel it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, balls, and life. Giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Sheesh. Know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use. The culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah. Revolving the art to shock. Go with it. Keep it a beast on the block. Don't miss it. Welcome to the city. Stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek? Wake up, wake up. You tune back into the fix. Your source for faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry. It's your boy DJ Focus checking in. Hey, it's your girl, Dice Gamble in the building, checking on in on this Tiptoe Tuesday. Yes, <laughs> Tiptoe Tuesday right here on Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM. Oh, yeah. Y'all know how we get down uh, every mm-hmm. Tiptoe Tuesday. We're going to uh, tiptoe into some some good word today, huh, there Dice? We go. You know? There we go. Always good word. That's the only thing we tiptoe into, Focus. <laughs> well, Woo. you know. I know. know. <laughs> I, I, I could say some other things, but I know some singles out there, you know. So I'm gonna pray oh, for yeah. me, pray for me, pray for me. Uh, I, you know, I 20, 23 years in, the Lord is good, God hey, is great. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, God is great. He is great. <laughs> Whoa! Once again, you tune into the fixes. Of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive and relevant <laughs> music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. And this real talk topic today, Dice. Come on, we're gonna talk about it. Understanding, huh? Yeah, I, you were singing a song last time. What, what I need, I need know, right? You is oh. understanding. Okay. You what up, escape? What up, escape? What up, escape? I ain't got no vocals. The Lord knows I can't sing. That is not my gift. I love R and B music though, cause I'm married. Cause I'm married, but I I don't I can't sing a lick now. Sing a lick. Ain't nobody booking me to go sing nothing. I can host the event. Yeah, absolutely. We get we get money. We do voiceover work with this uh, voice, but we we ain't singing a note. Not singing no notes. No, you're right. Understanding. Listen, this is the main. This is the main part of it right here now. So, uh, ooh, I'm, this is going to be a challenge for some people because some people do not dive into this. Some people do not care about this. They do not care about getting aligned with the thought process of anyone else. So this is going to be tough for some people to hear, but I promise you it'll bless you. I promise you it'll bless you. It's definitely going to bless us. And it's funny you say that. I think a lot of people do struggle with this because they're so selfish. We live mm-hmm. in a selfish world and a lot of people, they just want their opinion or their thoughts or their argument to be right they don't want to hear anybody else they don't want to communicate effectively Fair. so yeah 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 we live in a real world that's that's the world we live in you know and I, mm-hmm. and, and, and and lord forbid you to be a free thinker lord have lord forbid you to be a free thinker don't don't be no free thinker in this world you got to go with the trends dice you got to be you know what the culture mm-hmm. say you know mm-hmm. you're supposed to go with that too mm-hmm. dice. that's probably why they don't rock with us that because we don't go with the trends in the culture <laughs> No, if, if you have not picked up on DJ Focus and, and uh, Dice Gamble yet, we, we, we have our own thought process over here. We have our own rules. We keep Christ at the center of them, but we got our own set of rules we live by. Very, very different. Yeah, ain't nobody just rolling with anything. That is not it. That is not it at all. But um, this is, hey, this is, this is a good one. I promise you, though, this is the key to success. If you are a challenged in business or relationship this is the one and you know it focus because you boast all the time 23 years you already understand that you got to have an understanding about your wife this is not about you knowing your wife or guessing it's like you got to understand how she thinks what she expects you know what i'm saying how she rolls 
And that's how you navigate your relationship with her is, no, I understand my wife. <laughs> I understand it's, it's going to be a problem. If it's this, it, it's going to be okay. If it's that, like, that's how this thing works. So that's what I'm saying, man. I really hope this one, uh, I hope some people tune in who, you know, they don't like to listen. <clears throat> hope you, th- Those who don't like to listen, I hope you listen today. Because this one is going to change your life. I promise you. Yeah, this one's going to be good. So you definitely want to tap in for this Real Talk conversation. And uh, listening is a two-way street, so be a heart with ears. So, uh, yeah, come on. Let's let's, let's grow together. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, our Spiritual Detox today features, listen, one uh, Grammy Award-winning, multi-award-winning uh, singer, songwriter, and worship pastor, mm. Michael Bethany. Okay. Um, he got a new project out right now that's uh, ridiculous. Uh, this Overflow single um, that's available everywhere. And um, already done. He is Lord. I mean, it's so many different, um, you know, great worship tracks on his latest album. So, yeah, we're going to get him on the line and talk about their, the, the, the journey. Uh, listen, you, you may have not known, but he's wrote, he's written for some of the greats, you know, the the, the Fred Hammonds, the Kirk Franklins. And I can go mm-hmm. down the list mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, uh, some of the legends and greats in the game who he, he has had an opportunity to write for, sing, backup singer for and everything. So, yeah, mm-hmm. let's get us. We're going to get him on the phone and talk about his uh, latest project and everything and talk about the culture. You know, we're going to continue to talk about this gospel culture that we're a part of, too, as well. Yes, absolutely. We are Christian hip hop, but it, it all stems from the gospel. So if you guys have not noticed what Dice and I have been doing, I'm like, why they be always having gospel artists on? Because we're bridging the gap. Mm-hmm. And, and t- until we bridge the gap and continue to have these conversations, continue to interview with artists on the gospel side. So that way they can recognize what we're doing too as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we be on their side too as well because we all one big hot family. That's all. That's right. That's right. Like a, like a pot of gumbo. That's all. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 got, the, you, got, the, you got the crawfish. You got the, sh- the scrimp. Yeah. And, right. you got the, and you got the dewy sauce. And you got the dewy. Oh, yeah, yeah, and dewy. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't play with it. If you gonna make a real pot of gumbo, if you ain't got that adui, don't don't. That's that ain't it. That's soup. Make some gumbo now. Just you know, if you want to make soup, say I'm, I'm inviting you up for soup. But if you say you got some gumbo out here <laughs> in these streets, you need to have a sausage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So we, we got a good show for uh, for y'all. We thank y'all for waking up with us. Listen, continue to take your prayer language to a new level. Come on, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm getting ready to, uh, yeah, I, I want to challenge some people. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna go to take it to a new level. I don't know what we're gonna do, Dice. We might have to Let's go. have a, a, a prayer reading or something on here or something. We're go. we gonna think of something we're gonna do because I, I really want to challenge people to take Let's their go. prayer life to a, to a new level. We might have a prayer challenge on social media or something. We I might bless it. somebody. Just, just because we want to do that. So yeah, yeah, let, let's take our prayer life to a different level. Keep Ooh. it locked. You tune into the fix. And the fix is in. It's the stories, the journeys, the testimonies. It's a spiritual detox. And we back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix. Your source of faith infused hip hop, R&B, and poetry. And uh, we got an exclusive for y'all today. Uh, you know, we know we do, uh, you know, hip hop here. But let's let's be very clear. We still uh, we stem from our gospel roots. And anytime we can get a worship pastor on the line um, to talk about everything amazing he has going on, we get excited. And uh, listen, if you have not heard this worship pastor's name before, just know he's been in spaces and he's been doing things for a long time. He's a Grammy Award winner, a BMI Award winner, and uh, he got new music that he's uh, promoting to as well right now. So listen, without further ado, help me welcome in uh, Michael Bethany. What's going on, Pastor Michael Bethany? Hey, man, I'm doing good, man. How you doing, my brother? Thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Listen, I, I know the journey. I, I, I've been a, a huge fan of yours. Um, I know all the work you put in with Fred Hammond, and, and the list goes on and on. Your songwriting credits, man. Listen, a lot of people don't even realize the hits that you help uh, create. So uh, I'm excited to have you on and talk about everything dope you got going on. So first, yeah, share the songwriting journey with the people before we talk specifically about your music. How did you even get yeah. into songwriting? You know, I've, I've always been into songwriting. I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. Shout out to St. Louis, mid the Midwest. And um, and my, my a little, little fact that folks don't know, my brother and I, we put a record out when I was about, I don't know, 20, 21 years old. And um, we put the record out, so we wrote all that music. And so I was start. I started writing music as a kid, but when I got with Fred, I I did not know. One thing I learned that was so valuable is that all the hard work that I put in back in my hometown 
prepare me for that assignment. And uh, Fred just put me right up to bat, and immediately we started writing music together. And um, that culminated with They That Wait, which was a huge song. John Key got on that song, and that song stayed number one for, for quite a while. And that was just Fred just being so generous, man. We, wor we worked on a bunch of records together. I even got to write for The Whispers, man. Like so many people we got to do work with. And he really gave me that opportunity. And that really kind of gave me a lot more recognition by other people in the industry. And let's just keep on. It just kept on moving to where I am right now. And this last al album, I just got a chance to write The Evolution. Um, I think he pushed me to that space where I was able to build that confidence and to do it on a bigger level. Did you know they that weight was going to go and be that big for that long? Because you're right. It, it probably was on the Billboard charts for a couple of years. Let's be very clear. Everybody yeah, sure. was singing it, yeah. and, and, you know, across the world and everybody's praise and worship. It was, you know, put in there. Did you know it was going to be that big when you wrote it? Well, I had no idea. You know, at the time, I was just glad to be a part of an incredible team. And, you know, Fred had a track record, you know, of success. So... I guess based on that, I could have expected that something good was going to happen. But man, on that album, I just had my head down. I was like, I'm ready to put the work in and really show that I can bring value to this album. And uh, getting several placements on that on that album and really establishing myself with him and as a writer was was so important to me. I had no idea, but I was incredibly excited to, to watch that journey, man, to watch that thing hit the charts and stay there. You know, week one, two, three, four, five, six, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen plus weeks. Like I, I was blown away by that. And um, and since then, I've just it's given me confidence that God has given me something that I have an opportunity and a responsibility to steward. And uh, I'm I'm so grateful for that, man. What's some key uh, tips you can give to maybe an aspiring uh, songwriter who's listening right now? that wants to get in the yeah. game what's that what, what's that the cheat code <laughs> like they say yeah. that you could give them to say listen you have to have one two three things in place to be able to be a a, a great songwriter I'll, I'll say this opportunities don't matter if you're not prepared so you, everybody wants an opportunity but what's more important than an opportunity is what you're doing to prepare for it you cannot control opportunities but you can control your preparation so I would say grind where you are in your hometown. Like I said, I started off this interview saying I was grinding in St. Louis, not even knowing I was about to meet Fred. I moved to Dallas. I didn't even know I was going to Dallas. And let alone, I didn't know Fred was moving to Dallas that same year. Everything worked out. The opportunity was right there. But I have been working so hard, faithful in my church and working with my brothers and working with folks in the city and writing music by myself at home and learning my music theory and then when i showed up at that opportunity i was ready and i think we've got to make sure that we invest in ourselves number one so that when god does open up a door we've got something to say when the door opens that's good listen you brought up that you know you have written for not only the gospel artists but also for r&b and secular artists you brought up the whispers talk about that balance where's the balance at because i know a lot of people always you know uh try to be judgmental saying you know if you're doing gospel you're only supposed to do gospel so speak to the bridging the gap and where's the the pretty much uh the standard that you will hold when you write songs whether it be gospel or yeah. r&b well, you know, now I will say the Whispers album was probably their only gospel album. They okay. dedicated that. They wanted to do that album for their mom. They just really tapped this, like, you know, they wanted to make sure that they didn't forget where they came from. So we helped, Fred helped them do that, and I became a part of that. But I have written music that wasn't gospel music, you know. I've, I I had a buddy of mine placing songs for commercials, and, and I had to write a song, a love song about Christmas, and you place that music. I really feel like we've got, as a Christian, my standards are biblical, not necessarily cultural. You know, sometimes mm. the culture will try to tell you what's right and wrong. The Bible is there to tell us what's right and wrong. So we don't need extra rules when God's already set the record straight. And so okay. when it comes down to it, the Bible's clear on what you should be celebrating and what you shouldn't be celebrating. There are certain things, and certainly in the black community, that we've got to be a little careful about because some of the things that we celebrate as in our own community doesn't don't uplift our people in the long run so we saw but that stuff's in the bible there's no guessing about what that stuff is 
And so I feel like, man, as long as you straight with God, you understand where your faith is, where your convictions lie, and you're being faithful to that, man, you can write about whatever you want to write about. And I think you're in a place where God can be pleased with that. I think what's most important is that you're living out your purpose and your life assignment and not trying to be something that you're not, or trying to show up somewhere as an inauthentic version of yourself. And I feel like for me, as long as I've been authentic, true to God, and true to the word, that subject matter is a reflection of who God is in my life. That's good. Do you do you think the, the church has failed in that area when we talk about judgment, uh, when you talk about not building the relationships? Where's the balance between judgment and accountability when you talk about building relationships and, and church hurt and everything that goes into that? Oh, absolutely. So here's the thing I want to say. The Bible is super, super clear about judging, right? And I feel like sometimes we misunderstand what it means. Here's what the Bible tells us, and Paul makes it very clear in, 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 in 1 Corinthians where he says, we're not called to judge the world. Paul makes it more clear to say, actually we're called to judge within the church. He says, if you're gonna judge the world, it's not possible because those folks are not committed to your God. So you can't do anything about that. All you can do is evangelize and show them love. When it comes to the church, that's what we have a structure of the body of Christ where we're accountable to each other. So when we start holding people on the on, on that's not Christians uh, um, to the standards that God is causing us to hold each other to, I think that's strike one. Number two, within the church, when you come into that space where we're accountable to each other, our problem is that we have a lot of rules in the church that are not in the Bible. So now we're trying to get people to live up to something that God's not even asking them to do. And I feel like that's the same thing the Pharisees did. The Pharisees' biggest problem was their hearts were not close to God. They talked about it with their lips, but the Bible says in Matthew 15, their hearts were far from God. So what they, what they did is the distance between where the hearts were and the mouth was, was filled with a bunch of stuff that God never said. And then they were trying to hold other people to that. I feel like there have been people in the church who have done that. And I don't think the whole church has failed at all. I feel like the church has been incredibly important to our community and to all of us. But there's a lot of people in the church. There are people in the church. And I want to make sure I differentiate that. The church hasn't failed. There's some people up in that church who have failed. And we got to make sure we hold those people accountable and don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Because where would we be if it weren't for the church? Remember this, the church is not a building. The church is God's idea. The Bible says the church is the bride of Christ and he's coming back for a church. You better believe it. There's still going to be a church. DJ Focus, listen, uh, don't touch that dial. We got to go to a break. We're coming right back with more from Pastor Michael Bethany. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. You know The Fix is in. It's the stories, the journeys, the testimonies. It's a spiritual detox. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, you tap back into The Fix. Your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. Still got the uh, pastor on the line uh, dropping these gems this morning, Michael Bethany. So come on, talk about some of your musical inspirations. I know, you know, Fred was instrumental to doing what you do. But also, even before you met Fred and everybody and Kurt and all the other musical inspirations, who who was the ones that really inspired you to even get into music growing oh, up? Oh, man. So I listened to Israel Holton, Donnie McClurkin, Commission, the Winans, Daryl Coley, James Moore. I mean, anybody that was doing anything, Vanessa Bell, Armstrong, Timothy Wright. Man, listen, everything gospel I was a fan of. I remember being a kid, I would be in my bedroom while everybody was playing outside and I would have my tape recorder and I would just play one tape after another and I'd even go get those records. My father had a record player. And man, I play those records. I play the Clark Sisters, man. I play the Walter Hawkins, man. And all that stuff is in my heart because I listen to that stuff on the daily. So those are just a few that I can just name off the rip. And I just, I'm, listen, that stuff comes up right now. I'll be writing a song. I wrote a song just the other day and I had to add a piece on it because some of that old gospel was just in the song and I had to add that into it because that was a huge inspiration for me. How early did you start your singing career? So I, I get that you started, you know, songwriting. Yeah. But when did you know you had it when you could sing at a high level too as well? You know, I, I think I really understood that when I was about 12. Now, my parents were pastors, and so they had me singing and, and directing the choir when I was nine. I didn't know I was doing a good job. I just knew my daddy told me to do it, so I had to do it or I was going to be in trouble. But when I was 13, the Church of God in Christ did this live recording. 
and it was Betty Nelson and you know Janice Moorhead and Charlotte Brown. They wrote all these songs. Iris Stevenson, and it was a big prestigious thing. And kids from all over the country came in, and I got picked to lead two songs on that record. And I think that's when I realized I think there's something in this for my life. And I told my dad that I wanted a career in this at that time, and I wanted that to be my focus. And so that's when I really knew it. And from that point on. I, I knew that was something there, but I didn't understand how to live that out. I was still at home just being a PK and just doing whatever my father wanted me to do because I love serving my dad's church. That's good. What's what's one misconception you could, uh, you know, debunk uh, as growing up as a PK that you would say, no, nah, that ain't really, you know, I know everybody said, but that ain't it. Well, they say that all PKs, you know, are rebellious. You know, they do say that. Now I want to say this. There are, this is to every stereotype, there's always some grain of truth. I, I've got I've got a handful of siblings, and the we some of us, man, I go say their names, they're my family. We got a few rebellious <laughs> you know, brothers in the bunch, but not everybody goes that route. You know, for me, I looked up to my father. I felt like I wanted to be just like him and do everything he did the way he did. I looked just like him. I wanted to preach like him. Man, here's what some folks don't know, man. I, it may not be surprising you hear me talking right now all strong and everything but my father i thought my destiny was to pastor his church as a, and i was a kid like that's what i'm gonna do with my life and it wasn't my purpose i didn't know that but there was still something about that that was purposeful for me he was preparing me to be a pastor whether it was over his church or or serving in the body of christ at large so you know everybody's in you know the pks we're not all crazy okay we don't all turn up turn out <laughs> You know, some of us still trying to do the right thing. That's good. So come on, talk about your creative process. When you go into the studio, uh, you know, are, are you one that needs to write the song first? Are you like humming, you're more melodic and try to get into tune of where you want to take the song? Talk about your creative process. So for me, man, I, I tend to get like a vision, right? Like, so I'll, I'll have a moment where I'm often, it comes out of my prayer time because of my time with God where I'm just worshiping. Sometimes I'm even, not even trying to write. I'm just inspired by what the Holy Spirit is putting in my heart. And I'll start singing that. And as I start singing that, I'll just grab my phone, record that, and I'll collect, man, hundreds of those. Mm. And then when, it's when, then when there's a focused project, I'll just start going through all these things, looking for, okay, which one of these things stands out the most? And and a lot of times I know because I've marked them. I, I, I organize those notes. I organize those voice memos. And then I've got my process where I take it over to the lyric phase. And I start flushing out the lyrics and the rest of the melodies. And a lot of times I'll get lyrics, melody, and even a chorus or a bridge all in one time. Because I can mm -hmm. hear it. I can see it. And as a worship leader, I'm also like my focus is what is this experience going to feel like? And I can feel that almost like it's happening. So then I start writing into the experience, not just the subject. I'm writing to what it's going to do when I'm in the room and I'm leading it or someone else is singing it. And I want that feeling to happen. So I'm writing after that. So that's a little bit of my process. That's good. I, I, I appreciate you sharing that, too, as well, when you talk about the experience. Did, did you always envision, because I've seen a lot of your videos, even with your live performances, you do have, a, 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 it's almost like a, it is a worship experience, but also I love the fact that you have the people, like, engaged in that experience. Was that something that you always wanted to bring forth? Absolutely. I mean, I grew up that way. Like, I grew up in a, in a Pentecostal church. I grew up Kojic. And so from the very beginning, everything was interactive. You know, we had, we had before there was praise and worship, we had devotional service. Right. So we get up, we, you sing a song, you start it off. Everybody have to, you know, finish that line. It's call and response. So I grew up with that engagement. And even though the styles and the genres have changed, that experience is still the same. It's powerful when a, when the people in the room are involved in the moment. Uh, it's, it's, it's powerful because at the end of the day, worship in a corporate setting should be about getting the most people possible into the presence of God all together at one time. And that beauty of unity is amazing. So for me, the song should serve that in a worship setting. Now, there are some songs that aren't for that, right? They're just you sit down, you listen to it or you ride in your car and those are inspirational moments. But man, when you come to this, when you come to a worship service, man, it's not about me. It's about you and God. And I grew up understanding that and everything I'm doing, 
at least on this album for sure, is all about giving people that 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 push into God's presence so that eventually they don't even need me. It's, I'm helping them with, with, with their relationship with God. That's good. So come on, talk about your latest project. Um, ask me why. Uh, tell the people the inspiration behind you writing and creating that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I so early this year, I, I recorded a live album called Overflow. And one of the songs is Ask Me Why. Now, this is a song already has been translated into Spanish. And it's it's already mm. been recorded in Spanish. And that thing's about to go all over this place. I mean, and, and I've been singing the English version, which I recorded on my album. It's an exciting song, man. It's really a testimony. When you ask me why I worship the way that I do, the reason I worship like I do is because I got a reason. And I have a reason. And, and then in that song, I give you my reasons, man. And it's not just because God's been good to my family and blessed me with a house. It's the fact that God saved me. God loves me. I'm a child of God. And no matter where my life circumstances are, my identity is not rooted in my experience. It's rooted in who he is and what he said about me. And that's why I can praise God, because I know if I'm in a storm, I'm coming out of that storm because of who I am. And I know that because God loves me, I know that no weapon formed against me can prosper. So it's knowing who I am and just singing that testimony. And listen, you're going to dance, you're going to jump, you're going to have a good time on this song because this song will get you moving. I learned a long time ago when I started singing this song, bro, don't wear long sleeve shirts when you sing that song because you're going to sweat. So I make sure I have my short sleeve shirt, shirt ready. And I'm ready to have a good time. So it's, I love that song. Ask me why. Listen, um, I, I love this full project, and, and and this this project is a worship project. You know, w- would you ever do anything else in the future? Like, would you dabble with a different sound, or will this always be uniquely the sound that you're looking to create? Uh, it's not my only sound now. I mean, if you go back and listen to the album I did, I'll call Yours Forever, I released in 2016. You hear a whole nother Michael Bethany on that record, you know. You listen to uh, God with us, which Sirius XM plays that song, and so you'll you'll hear that gospel in your face kind of thing. And I got the, a lot of the guys from Fred's crew. We came together and did that album, and then God gave me a vision for this. As soon as that album was done, He gave me a vision, and He told me this, man. He gave me a vision for an album that would be global. And I, mm. listen, I released that album June 30th. The next week, I was in Australia. Wow. I'm right now doing this interview with you. I'm in South Africa. I'm getting ready to go to London. And I'm what I'm seeing God use this album to draw people into his presence and to bring people to himself all over the world. Man, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. I'm from a small storefront church and a Pentecostal church with my dad and my brothers and my mom. And to see God use this album to show me something so much bigger than my own background my own ethnicity and my own my own family has been phenomenal and I love it. So, but I'm also very creative. I, I can't deny my gospel roots, even on this worship album. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm still doing my runs. I'm still singing a lot of the stuff you would normally hear me sing. Um, and I love all the different forms of creativity. So I can't wait to do some other stuff as well. That's good. Listen, you do work with a lot of the greats. So I got to ask you, if you had to, uh, if you could form a super group and you could pick any two artists, dead or alive, from any genre of music, Woo! what two artists would you pick to be in the group? Dead or alive. Man, that's not fair, too. Any, every do... genre. Every genre. Any genre in, of music, any, any genre? Yes. They still going to come sing the gospel with you, but it doesn't matter. Oh, so, yeah, I know, I know you're creative. And you work with a lot of creators, oh, so I know. Yeah, come on, gosh. come on. Okay, so let me. Okay, let me do this. I'm gonna go on over to to uh, one of my vocal heroes is 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 definitely Stevie Wonder, and that and I love every iteration of Stevie, but that young Stevie, whoo, man, I went back and listen. I love him, and I love Donnie Hathaway. So those those two voices to me are incredible. When I think about gospel, I gotta bring the gospel in. So I'm gonna say. I'm going to say, this is tough, man. I'm, I'm just going to throw one out, and this is probably not my final answer, but I got to say somebody. But Stevie Wonder and Marvin Winans, well, that would be crazy. That would be that would be a super male group. And oh, yeah, my they, God. And they're both yeah, incredible yeah. writers. Yeah, and they both still living, so maybe God will yeah. do something. <laughs> that's right, that's right, that's right. Listen, I appreciate your time today. Can you tell the people how they can connect with you and follow you on all your social media platforms? Listen, you can follow me on social media, Michael Bethany Official on Instagram and on Facebook. And you can go to my YouTube page, Michael Bethany. 
check out the videos, my new documentaries out there explaining my journey and all the things that brought me to the point I am right now. And don't forget, Overflow Live was on all the streaming platforms and all the live videos, they're all on YouTube. So check it out. Yeah, please go run them numbers up. Uh, my brother is a straight worship leader. You will not, he, he doesn't miss. I'm be honest with you, he doesn't miss. So please go uh, support that Overflow album right now. Listen, DJ Focus, I got to go to a quick break. I'm coming right back with more. Keep it locked. Real conversations from real imperfect people in pursuit of a perfect God. Let's jump into today's Real Talk topic. Welcome back, family. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix. Your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. And it's time to get real in these streets, son, Dice. Well, let's get real. Real as real can get. This is going to be a good topic. Uh, you know, something we don't like to do. <laughs> as a, as well, I'm talking culturally, we we don't like this subject. So somebody's going to get their feelings hurt today. But hopefully, somebody will get their eyes wide open. Well, wide it's funny. open. When you said oh. this topic, I, I was tripping on it. I was the first thing I did. I, I you was laughing because you said you should be in a karaoke. I said I thought about the escape song. Yeah. <laughs> I say I say no, no, seriously, because I was sing it, focus. Sh- sh- Go sh- ahead. Sh- no, no, I can't sing to it. What I need from you is understanding. Okay. Yeah, that's what we're talking about today. We're going to talk about understanding. And it's funny because we got to talk about the relationship part of it because that's what that song is all about. Right. People uh, uh, in a relationship communicating and oh. understanding each other's differences in a different oh. level. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is going to be good. So, out the gate, I know you. Fantastic. Yeah, come on. Let's get to it, Dice. <laughs> well, I mean, I think biblically, you know, we we already know that um, we should get an understanding. And um, it, it's, I think it's the basis of all humanity is having an understanding, our relationship with God. Like our whole life, when we're walking, we're coming into the knowledge of God. It's about understanding what God wants from us, you know, like what this actually means, you know, how to get closer to God. So it's like, having discernment is super important and i think like I, like i was saying earlier i said culturally i think we're very dismissive you know i think you and i were raised you and i focus for show we're raised in an era of children are to be seen and not heard from you know this ain't about me going back and forth with you whatever i say that's what you do you know what i'm saying like don't even don't even question I'll- what i just asked you to- <laughs> I, I wish I wish you would wish say you would. one word. I wish you would even take your eyeballs to the right or left in the in the in the in the fast manner because it's gonna be a whole nother conversation without words, you know. So it's like facts, we, facts. Yeah. Like culturally we miss on this and even now with you know, I, I multiculturally I have I have many, many different friends. Black and brown people have a hard time with this. I'm just gonna be real. Because it's like we do not seek deeper understanding. Like we just now started going to therapy, which is a deeper understanding of why we act the way we act, why we do what we do. You know, uh, Proverbs 1 and 7 says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. And so it's like, it's very easy to see who fools are in, in the world. You know, people who don't listen. You know, I can't count how many times I heard that when I was a you don't listen. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it's like, what does that mean? You know, and it wasn't just that you weren't hearing what somebody was saying. You weren't really listening to the wisdom they were dropping in your spirit at the time. <clears throat> and some people it takes longer for them to learn. But um, anyway, I just I wanted us to hit on this because if you would just sit there and think, how many conversations have you had with someone where you were irritated? But in the midst of the irritation, did you seek a deeper understanding? Like, let me really try to hear what this person is saying. Let me really put myself in the seat of how this person feels. And I mean, we do this to a lot of people. We do this to different races, sexes, uh, different uh, sexual preference people. I don't want to. I don't want to try to understand what you're doing. That you know, what I'm saying, why? Why would I? Why would I want to try that? You know, what I'm saying. But sometimes you do need to sit and be like, let me try to understand <laughs> why this person is telling me this and why they feel the way they feel. So that I can help them, not so that you can be aligned with them in thought, but so you can be helpful. And that's something we do not do enough of in conversation is like, okay, all right. So why do you feel like the black on black crime problem is is a problem we got to fix? Why do you feel that way? You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, 
Oh yeah, oh, we're gonna get it. Yeah, Ooh, get it. Let's wait. get into it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead. I wanna, no, I'm just saying. Like, I just say that's a good. That's a good one to talk about because yeah. that's gonna ruffle feathers compared to depending on what circle you talk about yeah, that with. But it's easy to deflect that one, right? If I'm black yeah. and I'm talking about oh black, 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 and you're like, well, that's your problem. What y'all gonna do to fix it? No, no, no. It ain't what I'm gonna do to fix the problem. I, I'm not the one who initially created the issue. So I need you to think a little bit deeper on how you're gonna collab with me to help us fix this issue because it's a we world it ain't just a black world white world you know it's a we world so i'm just saying like if you care about your brother and sister which you should you should always seek a deeper understanding when you're in communication with them you know what i'm saying like even with scripture i said this before you know please please go to the bible please because that's (laughs) that's something else that people need to uh seek uh see that it's important to understand the bible (laughs) Well, I mean, that's why I say iron, iron sharpens iron, you know, and, uh, you know, you got to put all these precepts on top of each other. That's why you got a uh, fivefold ministry. Like the Bible's very clear. This ain't a one and done. Okay. I'm saying that's it. It's like, no, you need to be seeking a deeper understanding of what God wants from you of what this walk actually looks like. So um, I wanted to bring this one up. Uh, with all that getting get a what an understanding so mm. you could be smart you could go to college you know you could you could have five degrees you know like you could be rich but if you do not seek that deeper understanding and this is proverbs four and seven like wisdom it's, it's good to have wisdom is supreme the beginning of everything wisdom 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 you can be as smart as you want to be but if you don't understand anything it's like a it's okay, it's like a brain surgeon. I go to school for ten years to be a brain surgeon. Trust me, I ain't gonna understand that piece of that till I crack somebody's skull open and really start digging. That's when I'm gonna understand, oh, oh, that's why when I was studying it said this, oh, that's why my teacher said that. Oh, that's why, you know, the book said, Oh, that's why we gotta have his blood pressure right. Oh, that's why I gotta have nurses. Like it's not gonna click until you're in the middle of really dissecting what you're dissecting. So, um, Anyways, have you ever had a situation happen to you where you're like, I heard this before, but I didn't get it until until all all the time. So (laughs) let's let's backtrack what you started off with, with how we were raised in more of the the old school parenting from our parents where you couldn't you didn't have a voice unless Mm. you were given the floor to speak. But if you wasn't given the floor to speak, it was for you to listen. And to your point, absolutely. A lot of the stuff my old man and my mama told me back then, yes, it took for me to have those life experiences. And I'll be like, wow, my mama told me this when I was 10. (laughs) And and it's real. So, yeah, absolutely. Mm. I I think uh, the the best example or the one I would start off with would be, yes, the parental guidance that I got from my parents. A lot mm-hmm. of the times, because I wanted to be a rebellious teen, I want to do it my way. I think I know what I know. Da 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 da. They they old and lame. I'm cool. This is what's going on. Mm-hmm. A lot of it goes back to Proverbs. I'm glad you brought up Proverbs because Proverbs is the best book for wisdom. When you talk about wisdom, understanding, and discipline, I, I when I when I started doing more. Um, studying of Proverbs, the, the whole book of Proverbs, that's when it really started to make sense. Like, wow. Mm. Like, God is really not playing with us. Like, no, we, 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 can, we can continue to think we having fun or thinking that we got time to waste. We ain't got no time to waste. Every day he gives you breath and you wake up, you need to have an understanding that if you want to serve him, if you say you called to him, you have a responsibility that goes with that. And you should work each and every day to get better at whatever it is he has, he's called you to do. So, yes, I, my understanding of purpose and passion and, and everything, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's different now. And like I say, it's because of the Bible. Yeah, definitely biblical. And one of the things that blocks your blessing often is your refusal to understand or even want to understand. So how many times have you seen an aggressive person become more aggressive during questioning? Why? Why does a person get upset when you question them about it? It could be something very simple. Hey, have you seen my woo woo And it's like, a person could it's like I don't even know why you upset that I just asked you the question you know I'm literally just asking I don't I don't know if you know where that is or I don't know if you don't know but it's like 
because a person doesn't think, oh man, they're asking me like where their purse or their wallet is right now. I oh, mean, I wonder what's going on. Like, you know, the first thing in your mind should be like, I should, I should be seeking a deeper understanding of why this person needs what they need right now. Cause it's going to control how fast I go get it. You know, like, all right, yes. is it an emergency? Is your medicine in? You need what, you know, what is it? Did you, did you leave it at somebody's house? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it changes how we think. Like, even in, even for a basic question, I'll never forget, uh, there was this young pastor named Trey. And when me and my husband first got married, my husband, he used to stalk me, you know, and I had a meeting one day. He showed up at the meeting and bless him, I love him. But I remember uh, Pastor Trey asked him, he said, what's your purpose? What's your purpose? And my husband was like, I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, woo. And it, and it bothered him for a week, focus. Wow. And I finally And I finally turned to him and I said, why is it bothering me? And he said, because I don't know. Oh. So a lot of times we'll respond aggressively because we don't know the answer. When all we had to do was say, man, I really don't know the answer. Let me get back with you on that. It's so easy. I don't know. Like, because you don't you don't get a cookie for knowing anything. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, hey, let me let me go pray about that. That's a good question. You know what I'm saying? Like you could change your total perspective. And it's the, you should look at like for my husband at that time. I know he wasn't looking at it like, man this guy who is a, is a pastor he just asked me a question that i've been praying about and uh obviously this is confirmation i really need to go seek god on this you know like like really having that other mindset of i want a deeper understanding of my purpose god yes i'm going to pray about this tonight like get excited when you don't know so it's like you really got to flip the devil upside down with how you respond you know and people always talk about are you responsible but really responsible is response able i need to be able to respond to the situation and a lot of times it just takes you having a deeper understanding like even if you have young children you know and you keep asking them to do the same thing over and over again and they just keep on ignoring you all right now i have a deeper understanding that you you're not respecting what i'm asking you to do so now i have to change my approach because I'm, I'm coming at you one way and it's I see right now you it's not clicking you're not getting it I gotta switch it up I'm over here stressing myself out no I just gotta switch it up you know what I'm saying so it's like you gotta <clears throat> have a deeper understanding is all I'm trying to say and like even even in like I said culturally um people don't want to do this one you know like how to deal with different cultures you know trust me it ain't not, it ain't just code switching it's like understand somebody else's culture for once. Go go out of town. Go out of state. Go out of country. Go somewhere else and see people living in, in huts and grass houses and getting water out of the dirt. You know what I'm saying? Walk around barefoot. Get a deeper understanding of how blessed you are where you can just turn lights on without without touching the lights. Just, you know, telling Alexa to do whatever you need done. You know what I'm saying? Like, get a deeper understanding of of where God really has you. Like even in America, if you're in America, you're rich. Outside of anything else, you're rich. Right. So it's like, yeah, like it may suck over here sometimes, but trust and believe and take it from somebody who's been out the country often. It is way better over here than a lot of places from a freedom perspective, you name it. So it's like having a deeper understanding will take away your stress. It will help you to better navigate your community, your career, you know, know what you're going into. If you're going into a business meeting, we say this all the time, folks. Send us the uh, EPK the right way. Oh, my oh, goodness. Why, why, ain't, why ain't y'all playing my music? Well, we ask you 59 times to send it to us the right way. We need the wave. We need the disc. But, but, so you think, oh, they just hating because they like Lecrae better than they like. No. Yes, Lecrae is our brother. But guess what? You ain't sent the music to us the right way <laughs> at all. So that's why we can't play it. So I want you to have a deeper understanding that you have to grow. You got to grow. We didn't ask you to do things the right way. And that's it. So, no, we can't play. Now we got to show you what we're talking about. Because you haven't grown a deeper understanding of how to be professional. So it's like, you know, and it's not being a victim. We often blame people that we ain't where we want to be. Why? Because, you listen, if you ain't trying to grind like me, if you ain't trying to go on three, maybe five hours of sleep, you ain't going to have what I have right now. And it is what it is. It takes a lot of work. So it's not, it's like, some people feel like they owed something focused, but the Bible's very clear. Yeah, all right. If you don't work, you don't eat. Understand that. How bad you want to eat? I love eating. I like to eat a lot. I like expensive food and she expensive really restaurants. She ain't lying I like, either. Yeah, I like my. <laughs> I like people to make stuff that ain't even on the menu. Like I am there, so I know I gotta. I gotta work really hard to have that. 
So no, you can't just eat off me. You can't eat the lobster with me every week. You can't go out. You can't do it. Not unless you. Not unless, yeah, yeah, bro. You can't go out here and eat like me. So it's like have that understanding. When you're ready to grind, you'll have everything God has for you. But you need to work your gifts like I'm working my gifts. So I'm just saying. It's, it's just sometimes we don't dig deep enough and say, man, God, why am I still stuck here? Why am I still feeling left behind? Why am I still feeling whatever? Do you walk in gratefulness every day? Are you getting up meditating and praying and seeking God every day? You know, wow. are you around, are you around the right people? We just talked about being around the right people. Put get it, a new team. Throw that team in the, throw that team in the trash. If that team ain't for you and you've been with them for ten years and ain't nobody moved to a different level, it's time to go. So it's like get a better understanding. Like everything ain't about loyalty. Everything ain't about blood. Cause your sometimes your blood will screw you over. You know, I, like I'm saying, like get understanding. Like some people, they 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 right there on your side because they waiting on you. And they won't go get anything on their own. And once you understand that, you'll be like, I'm sorry, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta go. God has mm-hmm. more for me, and you're holding me back. You are holding me back. Like we talked about the substance stuff. Like, yeah, I can't be out here if you still smoking and I don't smoke. No, like you gotta have that understanding. Like, nah, that's my old. That's the old me. God made me new, so I gotta go do new stuff. Cause God got new stuff for me. <laughs> So I just I just hate that people miss their blessings focus. That's why I was like, man, and you and I both know because we're always counseling people, blowing up your phone, telling you the same thing. And it's like you need to pray and seek a deeper understanding and get that godly wisdom in your soul. Go read Proverbs like literally, you know what to do, but you need to ask God, to really, God, let that sit in my spirit, like really let that grow in my heart because I want to walk in God's wisdom, God's understanding. So. Anyway, that's my rant. You know, I go on and on about this stuff, but mm-mm. no, that's all good stuff. And, and I think the the key takeaways uh, when you talk about understanding <laughs> is absolutely to grow. You need to listen. Then once you listen, you can be able to process the information. And then from when once you process the information, act on the information. Like I think that's a lot of times we get we we have an understanding, but we don't act on the things that we need to act on for the change. So. Uh, listen, we pray that bless y'all life. We got to go yeah. pay some bills. Okay. Uh, we'll be right back with closing thoughts. Keep it locked. You're tuning into The Fix. And The Fix is in. You tap back into The Fix. Your source for faith infused hip hop, R&B, and poetry. And uh, that's it, Dice. We got to get out of here. But uh, that convo we had today on understanding, it was much needed. And um, I was grateful that we talked about it because I think communication, this is a huge part of communication. I think a lot of marriages, I I always talk about marriages because I want to see marriages succeed. I do. I think we give up on God too early in marriages. Uh, You know, we get caught up in our feelings, but that's a whole Mm. other thing. I ain't going to talk about that feelings. No, because you can feel a way however you want to feel at any given moment. That don't mean it's right. So, you know, Mm. people, oh, yeah, I ain't happy. I ain't feeling like I'm happy. You You right. You right. You right. God ain't happy with you today either. It's funny how you can point out what... he ain't doing to make you happy, but you can do everything you want to do that don't, don't please God. But he ain't happy, but God don't give up on you. He shows still love you every every night. You still get another chance. He wake you up. But we give up on God being uh, the, the, the restore within a marriage to really get our feelings compressed because that's all it really be. A lot of times these marriages, you know, for the most part, I mean, I, we, we know the, the three A's. We, we know the reasons, grounds for divorce. We know that, but a lot of them ain't even in them three A's. A lot of them are just feelings. I don't feel like I want to be with you. No. What? You just woke up and just, what? You just, <laughs> what? You just had an epiphany, huh? That just poofed in your head. Uh, I mean, no biblical standpoint and nothing. Just, I'm done, huh? Okay. But I, that's why it's important to have an understanding. That, yes. Like you said, you can feel how you want to feel, but understand we just said to death do us part. Now, do you want to go get the 38 or the 9 millimeter? What are we about to do? Huh? Desert, Desert Eagle. I want. I want to sit on the roof. I'm, over, I'm, being, right? I'm, I'm sitting on the roof. No, and just no, 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 no. Ain't nobody. We, we not going nowhere. So we, because we said yes. Not you didn't say yes. I didn't say yes. We said yes, and on the on the God, and we and, and in front of man. That's what we had done. So we can feel how we want to feel on this day. It's it is what it is. It's, it's just. I promise you, though, your your marriage will be perfect when you have an understanding. You said this before too, folks. You was like, I know what my wife like to eat. You was like, my wife know I like to shop. Like you like, y'all have these 
you have these, uh, it's just understanding across the board. Like it don't matter if you like it or not. You understand this is what is going to bring me peace or make me happy or, or relieve my stress. And once you get that, this is such an easy thing to navigate. That's why I was like, man, understanding will get you that raise, get you that new position, will help your marriage uh, be great, will help your relationship with Christ even be better. Because honestly, folks, let's be real in the faith. It ain't about your feelings Fact. at all. It's like, I understand I'm covered by the blood. Jesus died for my sins. Like there's an expectation that a debt will be paid. You know what I'm saying? Up in here. And I got to walk this thing out. And once you understand that, you throw your feelings out the window and you don't mind blessing people, sowing into people, loving on people, showing up for people. Like it, it, that's what I'm saying. Like you have to have this understanding peace like the bible is very clear like with all your wisdom and knowledge get an understanding because you can be as smart as you want to be you can know what you know but if you don't understand how god wants you to operate in that space you're going to be lost <clears throat> and that's not what god wants for us he wants us to understand his love for us you know and that's that that's the driving force that's why we do what we do because we're like man god once i understand it is by your grace and that is it <laughs> it's like man yeah, my behavior changes. So, yes. yeah, understanding is really, really good. You need that in every every aspect of your life. So we're praying for y'all, for everybody out there still uh, fighting and don't want to get understanding. Uh, yeah, it's, it's something yeah, you go need. Go understand your mate. Go go yeah. on and try to understand somebody. Listen, we want to shout out our brother, uh, yeah. Michael Bethany. How good was he? Um, listen, he has collaborations with some of yeah. the best to ever do it. Fred Hammond, yeah. Tamala yeah. Mann, Leland Mooring, Kirk yeah. Franklin, Marvin Sapp, like oh, the yeah. list goes on and on. Uh, listen, uh, they that wait, I know, I know y'all remember they that wait yeah. on the Lord. Chow Fred what? Hammond song, yeah, yeah. Chow what? He, he pinned that. <laughs> he, he he pinned that Grammy Award winning song. I just want to get that in y'all's spirit. He pinned that thing. So <laughs> yeah, he's been songwriting. He's doing. He's been singing. And he's a worship pastor now. So, uh, yeah, listen, his latest project is out right now. Please go run those numbers up. Run them up. Uh, yeah, please run them up. Run them up. Uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a straight vibe. If you want some straight worship music, the Overflow album is out. Mm -hmm. um, like I say, he has hits like uh, He Is Lord already done on it. So, yeah, go mm -hmm. go run those numbers up. My brother is uh, doing some powerful things. And like I said, we need to continue to uh, make sure we got a balance. I want y'all to have that Christian hip-hop, but add some go. gospel music, too, that will just usher in a different spirit, a different presence, mm -hmm. uh, especially when you talk about prayer. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, his, his music is in my rotation when I go in my prayer closet. He's one Come of on my now. ones that I put on. Come Absolutely. On I can just sit there for a minute and just bask in God's glory and just... Woo, woo in the spirit and just oh my goodness i always think about my nana rocking and talking in tongues every mm -hmm. every, every time i get chills like yes, you want you want to be in one of those one of those little zones to where you really connect with god on a higher level so yeah let's continue to grow we got to get out of here dice but uh we listen we, we we got somebody special stopping by tomorrow dice don't Boy, tell, don't. Don't, tell don't, don't 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 tell him a name but you know i'm just saying what? you know we're not uh, talking about that what <laughs> Huh? I mean, but I, okay, so it's a brother. Don't play focus. It's a brother who really be sang, sang, singing, singing, and uh, I don't know, man. He's got one of the hottest videos out right now. Like I said, um, wow, that's he, a great he, way to put it. Hot, hottest, the hottest video, video out hottest right videos now. Videos out right now. <laughs> a little controversial. A little controversial. But you know what? It's so funny. I used to work at uh, Walmart Snellville in uh, Georgia, and I remember uh, there was this older man. <laughs> so funny because we had Miss Dot, who was an older lady. And then I can't think of this older gentleman's name, but every time like somebody cute would walk through the store, he'd be like, man, God made some beautiful things, man. Bless the Lord. God made some beautiful things. And then, so that's what I, when I saw the video, I said, Lord, God made some beautiful things. Dice is a mess. God made I some beautiful listen. things. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, it is. Tap in tomorrow. Y'all want to definitely yeah. uh, tap in for this spiritual detox. It's going to be and, good. Uh, it's winning Wednesday, so you know Dice going to take y'all to church. Yeah, we got to go to church. <laughs> oh, every Wednesday, Wednesday night prayer meeting because y'all ain't, ain't going on Tuesday. So <laughs> go on Wednesday. Please go on Wednesday. As always, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Kingdom of Advancement should always be the goal. The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.